Joe Carey with Glow now. It is 10 past 10 here on FBI Radio. Well, more like quarter past 10, but either way, it is time for this. Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner featuring Jack and Andre. FBI Radio. What about that? Oh what? <laughs> I didn't even hear that, and I just saw your expressions, and I loved the vibe of it already. <laughs> Let me explain. There's like MGM, there's THX in there, there's still the flute playing 21st century. Oh, I yeah. love that. I'm so glad we have sting. that. It's a wild sting. Um, thank you so much, Jack and Andre, for coming in for Movies, Movies, Movies today. As per usual, so excited. As per oh. usual, thanks for having us. It's always such a beautiful pleasure to have you both in. And um, let's just get into what we're going to be talking today. We've got so much to get through. Mm. Um, we've got our two reviews, which is going to be just one review. We've got movie news and we've got some special stuff happening for the well, for Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Not specifically the film <laughs> festival, but it is a film type event. Mm-hmm. Oh God, we're sprinkling some magic on Sydney tonight, can yeah. I just tell you? <laughs> I know, you will not be able to expect this. It's coming. Okay, well, uh, I think we should get into it. What do you reckon? Yep. Yeah, let's do the oh, news. Oh, but first so. of all, how's your week been? Oh my God, my week was so good. I went and took my mum to Ladybird last night. She's in town for one night. Hey, Jinx, because I took my sister to go see it last week. That's so cute. You went to Italian Bowl, didn't you? I did go to Italian Bowl as well. <laughs> it's so loud in the Italian Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's very loud, yeah. Totally loud. <laughs> you can't hear yourself thinking there. Oh my That's God. That's true. It's good for me because I need to be woken up before a movie, so a lot of loud noise is good. Yeah. But um, how did it fare seeing it with your mum? Because I feel like it's a real family movie. It was gorgeous. Honestly, I think mum's listening right now. And can I just say, we had a beautiful conversation before the movie that was full of love. And I feel like the movie just solidified that. And, you know, we're just back on track. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into some movie news. (laughs) Movie news. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. Um, following on from that fun sting, first re- first piece of news that we have is that life imitates art, imitates movies. There has been a protest that has drawn from the feature film that's nominated for a bunch of Oscars, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Basically, this protest group has erected these three billboards to protest the Florida gun laws. Um, what were the what did the billboards say, Jack? One says slaughtered in school, and then it says and still no gun control, and then it says how come Marco Rubio, who's the senator for senator for Florida. Yeah, um, and so basically this group that uh, organised this protest was uh, directly targeting uh, Marco Rubio, who is yeah. a, a notorious, uh, um, who, who's had a notorious amount of money donated to his party through the NRA. Yeah. He's had like he's considered to be like the the like sort of aficionado about uh, being f- full of cash from guns. I and guess. it's by this t- group called Avaz, which and also my mum's listening. And but I always thought they were total slacktivist emails. And mum has been signing up to their emails for about fifteen years. And I just have to say on air that she's on the right side of history because uh, this is making the news. It's good to see Avaz, which is like the worldwide get up. Mm. So bringing it back to the yeah. film, mm. which uh, in which the mum of a daughter who was raped and murdered uses Mm. three billboards to hold the local police accountable. Has anyone from the film commented on this being used as a protest based on the movie? I haven't heard anything about people from the film commenting, but the actual protest itself... like directly replicates what the film does. Yeah. Same coloured font, same style. They're just on these three trucks uh, plonked in Florida 
And I would like to think that the trucks that are driving around Florida, maybe I going on like tour. People, I feel like people from the film are going to own this. So yeah, stay totally. It probably is yeah. like free advertising for them anyway. It's probably yeah. great for their Oscar campaign as well. Let's totally. I mean, I feel bad because I haven't even seen the film, but let's move on to the next piece of news. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> um, Transparent has officially fired lead star Jeffrey Tambor after the accusations of sexual misbehaviour towards um, both his assistant and Trace Lizette, who's like the most phenomenal yeah. up-and-coming um, star. What is Transparent? Transparent Sorry. is a show that is that was started by Amazon Studios, who have kind of a murky history in this area. But it's one of the most um, amazing shows. It's just gorgeous, and it's about a family in LA, and the patriarch decide well, doesn't decide is transgender and begins transitioning. Mm-hmm. And that was played by Jeffrey Tambor, who was then accused of um, misconduct on set. Yeah, to give you a bit of a, an idea, Jeffrey Tambor plays the really old guy in Arrested Development who and goes to jail. The, the mayor oh, and the Grinch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, the show is critically acclaimed and it's going to be a blow to the show, but also an opportunity for them to also cast. An opportunity. A, a, another fantastic trans actor. Trans actor. And like, obviously, a trans actress will be the go to and the gold. Uh, Standard, but watching Ladybird last night, honestly, the mum in Ladybird could do a pretty good job, I think. Mm, whoa. Um, Millie Bob Brown is 14 today. For Happy all the birthday. Stranger Things fans out there. <laughs> um, but Andre, you have the most important and exciting piece of film news this week. Yes, hitting the tabloids. Kim Possible is finally getting a feature film makeover and Thank being God. turned into a live action film. We are talking the <laughs> same writers, the same. A few of the same producers with a key few other ones coming together to make a fantastic Kim Possible live action, real person, non-cartoon film. And the most exciting part of it, in my opinion, is that one of the three EPs, Zane Devine, who was an EP on I, Tonya, is working on the Kim Possible film. So who knows? Maybe we can get Margot Robbie to play Kim Possible. <laughs> okay, you never know. Text in who you want Kim Possible to be. It doesn't matter what age. Please 0409 945 Who should play Kim Possible on the upcoming live action film? I think Kim Possible was on, was it a Cartoon Network or Disney Channel? It was show? Disney Channel. Is so... Disney going to keep uh, their fingers in the Kim oh Possible God. pie? Or... They would have to. They have the fingers over everything and they'd be stupid not to try and capitalise off the So it's going to be a kid's live. movie, you reckon? I really do think so, yeah. But I mean, uh, Kim Possible Whoa, is timeless. Kim Possible. She's, a, she's a bit of a teenage, tweenager type mm-hmm. feel, doesn't she? Totally. Is that all for movie news today, guys? Uh, we have one more piece of news, though. Um, an exciting thing's happened for Australian film as well. So the remake of the fantastic Aussie film Picnic at Hanging Rock is turning into a TV show. Another and remake. Another, another remake. remake. Another TV show remake. But this one looks kind of badass. Yeah, and it's, um, it's actually premiering at the Berlin Film Festival, which makes it extra cool. But what's kind of crazy about it was there was huge protests early on because they hired a Canadian director, and mm. so it was run, by, it was spearheaded by the same women that went to the Actor Awards and dressed as sausages and called the whole film industry a sausage fest. Yeah. So um, stay so yeah. tuned on whether that's good. Yeah. And that's it. Oh, thank you so much for movie <laughs> news. Um, I'm going to take a song now from Vince Staples, who's featuring on the Black Panther soundtrack, I think. Uh, so when we come back, we're going to be talking about Black Panther and a review of that film. But for now, this is Ops on FBI Radio. You're listening to Movies, Movies, Movies. Y'all wanna die in the chase of things We all gonna die and break the thing 
trapped inside a burning church, made it out alive, God know my worth. Raw face, God face, y'all face, more defeat, I know it hurts. 20 of them. 20 on car, got 20 in my hand, got 20 on judge, gave 20 to my dog, got 20 on girls, that'll fuck you, that'll fuck you, then fuck you over. Take your safe, take your keys, take your rover, take the all you thought you had. Speed off, rolling up life in a taxi cab. Ops on the radar. You're dead to me. How you wanna play ball? You're dead to me. You're dead to me, you're dead to me, you're dead to me. You know what zone I'm in. You're dead to me. Don't care who you with. You're dead to me. Watch me do my shit. You're dead to me, you're dead to me. Hey, hey, ready, set, go crazy. Hit it for next, you see I'm getting mice. Life hit a nigga with the lemons lime light, but at night we still committing crimes, spinning rice. By the coop with the spinning rim, get inside. Bring a friend, bleeding hands from the genocide. Clean me up, beam me up to the other side. Brothers die cause coons turn to butterflies. They don't wanna see me sitting in the bins. They don't wanna see me living on the end. Of the city, in the city, why being? Show no pity in the city for the sin. They don't wanna see me getting to the check. They just wanna see me swimming in the dead. Don't drown on ground with it to your head. 911 free swim, swim, dead. Ops on the radar. You're dead to me. How you wanna play ball? You're dead to me. Takes off. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. You know what zone I'm in. You're dead to me. Don't care who you with. You're dead to me. Watch me do my shit. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. I move like a millipede when I flex them tendons like rubber trees. Young Billy Jackson, back to the shit. Mouthpiece drawn, got a verbal armory. Stack bodies, not figurines. Move beneath the surface, submarine. I'm half machine, obscene with a light sword. Look inside the brain, it's a riot in the psych ward. What you standing on the side for? Roar like a lioness, punch like a cyborg. Spit slick, attack is subliminal. Flowers on my mind, but the rhyme style's sinister. Stab behind my own bars like a seasoned criminal. Gotham city streets are playing the Crushing any system that bitters us. Antidote to every poison they administer. Switching like time signatures. Colors in my aura tend to cover the perimeter. Brown bodies that the blues wanna shoot through. High res lenses wanna. All over your eyes. My strength ain't nothing like my size. Leads on the top. Kathleen Cleaver. Tangle my cords like a weaver. Ops on the radar. You're dead to me. How you wanna play ball? You're dead to me. Takes off. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. You know what zone I'm in. You're dead to me. Don't care who you with. You're dead to me. Watch me do my shit. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. Ops by Vince Staples and Eugen Blackrock. You're listening to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner and it is now time for... Two reviews. One review. And then, and then another review. Two reviews. heavenly voice singing. <laughs> that was glorious. That was awesome. What so an intro. normally in the middle of movies, 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 we do two reviews where you each bring in a movie mm. review to read on air. But today we're doing something different. Talk mm. us through what's happening, Jack and Andre. Basically, we're doing one review because Black Panther is the only movie everyone should be seeing right now. And honestly, we've brought in Nancy Dennis because this film should only be reviewed by women of colour. Two of the three negative reviews on Rotten Tomatoes are from Australia, and we mm. really need to change that tide. That is uh, that is actually a true fact. It would have a 100% good review approval rating on the film reviewing website Rotten Tomatoes, but instead it has a 97% rating, and that's because two Aussie film critics uh, have pretty much like slashed into it. So but it's still the hottest it's still superhero movie on the side. Show, and it's the other reason when only doing one review is... Oh my god, also because Jack and I went and saw the only film that could be the polar opposite 
to Black Panther this week, Happy End by Michael Haneke, which I won't even go to, but I will say it is a sad European, basically whitewashed art film, and it's just long and languorous, and Black Panther deserves to be said on its own as opposed to side-by-side to Michael freaking Haneke. (laughs) Before we get into Nancy Dennis's review of Black Panther, why did you choose uh, Nancy Dennis? Or who is Nancy Dennis? To give people a little bit of context of who she is. Nancy Dennis is a local artist. Mm. She's kind of a big deal. She's been on Clever Man. Um, She's been in The Great Gatsby. Mm. She's an amazing speaker. She's a poet, a singer. Like, she basically does it all. She's full of energy. And I saw her Instagram story last year where she just cut into Justice League and knew that if there was ever going to be a superhero movie, because they're not really my thing, I had to contact her. And um, we were just talking this year and this week, and I knew that she was going to a blackout showing of mm-hmm. Black Panther. And I was like, I need like that's what we need on radio. We need to mm-hmm. we need to do that. I mean, I second that. I think Nancy's amazing, and I think she's the best voice to hear talking about Black Panther. Let's have a listen. My king. Stop it! Stop it! This week's review is obviously Black Panther. Yes! Wakanda forever, Wakanda forever, Wakanda forever. And let's just talk about how fantastic it is. It starts off amazing. In the middle, it's amazing. At the end, it's fantastic. And you just cannot not see this Marvel extravaganza awesome movie. First off, all black cast, except for like two white people. But it's an all black cast, that's hectic. That is serious representation. If you don't know, I am black, just so you know, because it's on radio, you can't see my skin, but I'm gonna let you know. This is the first time we've been represented in all facets. Like it's like our motherland, it's like Africa. Just so you know, I am from Haiti, born on the Eora Nation of the Gadigal people. But obviously all of my ancestors were from Africa because the slave thing was totally real. For instance, at the beginning of the movie, I'm not gonna spoil anything for you in case you haven't seen it, But at the beginning of the film, or throughout the whole film, they do not hold back. Like, they do not hold back on facts. They do not hold back on anything. Like, the jokes are hilarious, but they're so present. It's so political. It's so powerful, and it's amazing. Now, just a few notes about watching the film, okay? So, I watched it on Thursday with my peoples. My peoples were there. We blacked out that cinema. My girl, she booked it out. We were all there. It was amazing. Some of us were late, of course, running on island time. We just don't miss a beat. We don't miss a cue, okay? For instance, when a beautiful black woman is introduced on the screen, you go, yes, bitch, yes, queen, work, work, work. Okay, and then last night I watched it by myself, took myself out on a date. No one else was allowed to come because it was just me and Black Panther. And I was just like walking around the city like a straight up Wakandan and it was amazing. And I was sitting in the middle of a room full of white people. Okay, look, was I uncomfortable? <laughs> a little bit. But mostly, they just missed all of their cues. Like, yes, they laughed when it was funny. Ha, ha, ha. But they missed a lot of their cues. Like, when a woman came out, I was like, oh, my God. When the fight skin, fight scenes happen, it's, like, amazing. Why is no one going, oh, ooh, oh, my God, yes. So I'm doing all this, like, ooh, oh, oh my God, yes, bitch. Like, whispering it to myself. I'm like, oh, yes, oh, my God. Yes, bitch. Like this, because I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I can't really speak too loud here, because like, there's like 50 of them against one, and I'm like, that's real shitty odds. And like, I was even clapping, I was like, and then it just turned into like this weird little like, oh, okay, don't clap. And this bitch next to me started clapping with me, but then her boyfriend was like, don't clap. And it was like, oh, awkward. I mean, like, because it's a review, she get a bit like technical. So the director, Ryan Kugler, 
If you don't know, he did Fruitvale. He also did Creed. He hectic. He know what he doing. Chadwick Bosman. Oh my God. He's the most amazing Black Panther. He beautiful. He kind. He's so hot. Sweetheart. And he's Queen Lupita. Yes, Queen. That's literally his Queen in the movie too. Michael B. Jordan. Let's talk about the villain. Hey, because the villain, this is like, the villain was so interesting because the villain, you could completely understand why he was a villain. Like you could completely understand. You're like, you are a product of your circumstances. How could we expect anything else from you? This, you know what? You totally deserve the throne. You deserve a shot at the throne. You deserve this kingdom. You should totally be here. Do I agree with your tactics? No, no, I don't. That's what makes you a villain. But at the same time, it's like, bro, you grew up in the Americas, in the ghetto, and then you went to the CIA, and the CIA, everyone knows the CIA hate black people and Muslims and gay people and just anyone who's not super white and European. Fuck you, CIA. (laughs) Anyway, that's Weekly Reviews. Black Panther, go see it. The next good song contains some bad words.
All the Stars with Kendrick Lamar and is it Scissor? Scissor. on the track there. That is a tune from the film Black Panther, which we heard a review from Nancy Dennis from just before for two reviews today on Movies, Movies, Movies. You can follow Nancy Dennis at Nancy Dennis with one N mm-hmm. on Instagram to find out more about what she's up to, uh, what place she's going to be in, what places she's going to be. And um, we were just talking off air there about Black Panther and the box office it's expected to hit by the Mm. end of next weekend in the US. Mm, Yeah, it's set to sort of shatter box office records. I think at this stage, I think from last predictions from a day ago, it was 145 million opening weekend, but that's predicted to increase to over $200 million just on the opening weekend. And it's also the biggest film to ever be released on President's Day in America, which is just another little fact. (laughs) (laughs) Which actually sounds amazing on paper when you think about who the president Mm. is. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, we've got about five minutes left to go for movies, movies, movies here on morning. So let's get into Sydney Spotlight. Sydney Spotlight. (laughs) That was a shout. To my movie, my other film lord sister. <laughs> okay, That's what gorgeous. it was. <laughs> um, basically, around Sydney this week, there's only one thing going on, and it's happening tonight, and mm. we're bringing it to you mm. um, at the Red Rattler. Mm. But apart from that, this week's a bit of a low week in you know mm. cinema movie going history. Mm-hmm. This usually happens around this time, just before the Oscars, where mm. everyone kind of like. The lull. Yeah. You know, they you know throw out the sort of bathwater and say, all the things that didn't make it to the Oscars come out. Mm. But that's actually when all the best stuff comes out mm. that's not as worthy. And this week, it is an Oscar film, mm. but you can catch A Fantastic Woman. You guys, I'm just like sweating onto the mic right now. That's how excited I am for A Fantastic Woman. It's uh, a fantastic film that's uh, made waves at a lot of festivals around the world. It's the first, uh, it's probably the biggest film about a transgender woman to be recognised by the Oscars. It's um, got a breakout star. Daniela Vega playing a trans woman who's mourning the loss of her older boyfriend. Um, what else can I say, Jack? I don't know. It just <laughs> looks like it's a Chilean film that just looks like an emotional tour de force in the kind of like realm of Almodovar that we haven't had probably mm. for years. Like the trailer was on before Lady Bird last night with Mum, and Mum like grabbed my hand and was mm. like, "Oh my god, we're like, shaking." That. This is <laughs> have the to next go see thing. It. It's called The Fantastic Woman. Uh, what's the name of the director again? A Chilean person. Um, I've forgotten their name, don't unfortunately. Don't on the spot like that. I'm so sorry. It's starring Daniela Vega, who is the star, capital S star of the film. And I'm just reading an article right now. I've just found out that apparently Daniela Vega is going to appear at the Oscars as the first transgender person to present an award on stage alongside other fabulous actresses, Tiffany Haddish oh. and Greta Gerwig. Oh my God, Exciting what times. a lineup. Yeah. But, um, but I think we should just get to ourselves. Yeah. We're can, running... Wait, can we see oh. that film in Sydney at some point? Absolutely, it comes oh, out yeah. Thursday, We're like gonna, wide release. I think we should. I think Jack and I are prepared to review it We're for next week. It next week. I think that was the idea. Oh, and the other thing that's happening this week that you have to watch if you have access to the only relevant te- television station, NITV, mm. on Thursday night at eight thirty to celebrate the fortieth Mardi Gras. There's a special screening of the documentary Black Divas that was filmed in the top end about black drag queens. And yeah. it looks so insane and touching. And another I've film seen, we're reviewing next week, Black yeah, Divas. We're going to review Black Divas and a Fantastic Woman next week. 
Um, and to follow this kind of like beautiful sort of a queer like selection a of films, alternative storyline. If you weren't that into Call Me by Your Name, <laughs> tonight we're having a, a, the first edition of Reflux yeah. at Red Rattler, which Jack- is going to be kind of a bi-monthly, which is apparently means either twice a month or every two months. This will be every two months mm. um, night called Porno Make a no Go-Go. Mistake. Make, <laughs> Make no mistake. No mistake. <laughs> yeah. um, with Joe Pole being showcased yeah. in this first night. It's basically, put in simple words, it is a cre- it is the best, it's going to be the best underground queer film movie night in Sydney. It's at the Red Rattler. Jack and I have uh, been able to collaborate with some fantastic uh, artists who are bringing films to the pretty screen at Red Rattler. And the first one's tonight. I mean, it's dreamy. It's Joe Paul's baby. And we've got performances from our girlfriends, Freya and Ellie, the Sopran Hoes, the original coming. country girls without an O. We've got Yolanda and on the organ. We're gonna be, it's going to be real Depression-era like feels. We've also got a really special thing happening tonight as well, which is the screening of a really ultra-famous uh, film called Vegas in Space. And uh, when you say ultra-famous, only, only, only with a really esoteric group of people. This mm. was part of a queer new wave that happened in 1991 along the same time as like Todd Haynes, Amadova, Bruce LaBruce. Mm. Mm-hmm. Those are all old queer filmmakers. But it kind of got pushed under the rug because it was the first all-drag cast and that was a time with before RuPaul. So it was at a time where all queer filmmakers were starting to make more mainstream and legitimate works. Mm. And, like, that's why you end up with Carol and Call Me By Your Name. But this was the most camp and outrageous film. Mm. And the really sad story about it, it was was made by Doris Fish, who's Sydney drag royalty. Um, And she saved up for eight years after having this, like, crazy drag party in the 80s and never wanted to take the decorations down, went over to America, made this film. It played Cannes and Sundance. And Mm. then she and one of the other stars died of AIDS before it was released. It then toured and... Did really well. And now, almost 20 years later, it is screening tonight at With the Red Rattler. A special performance by Miss 3D. She will was, be there. did her first performance in 1977 with Doris Fish, and she's going to come for us. We're going to do a prayer, and she's going to come out and do a special one-off only performance. Now, how much is it going to cost people to get along and see all this Good magnificent question. cultural oh it is, stuff at the Red Rattler in Marrickville? A slim $5 that goes towards the artists and the venue, but if anyone needs to know anything, it's that this is going to be the most special night of movie-watching Bonanza. We've got so many great it's performers in the totally room. totally gorgeous. Totally gorgeous. It's just tonight at the Red Theatre. Please, anyone listening, no matter where you're from or what you believe in, just come tonight. Kick back on the comfy couch. We're going to try and have popcorn at the ready. Go up and meet your two favourite movies, 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 film lords, mm-hmm. Jack and Andre, tonight at the Red Rattler. That's right. Thank you both so much for coming in today and oh, giving so us much all fun. that good stuff. As per usual. I will see you... If not tonight, next Monday. Sounds good. And uh, have a good rest of your Monday. Sweet. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye. (laughs) This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts. 